0: Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Chess Week. This is our third episode where we talk about how principles and learnings from chess can be applied to your leadership an executive presence journey. So today we're going to talk about rules and innovation and how those two actually work together in a way that maybe conventionally people don't always think about it this way. Now when you're playing chess you need to know how the pieces move and the rules of the game otherwise you don't act you're not actually playing a game you're just chucking pieces around a board uh, and hopefully it doesn't come to blows if the other person's actually trying to play chess, right? You have to understand and move within the parameters of the game, and it's similar in terms of business and your professional life and even relationships, right? There's certain rules or expectations in terms of the way things are done. So, part one, we're going to talk about two parts today: is when you create within those rules. And one of the sort of misperceptions or misunderstandings about creativity and innovation, creativity is not about not having any boundaries or a lack of boundaries. It's actually more about creating within the boundaries that you choose to play within. And within those boundaries, innovation means using that creativity to generate a goal or to create some accomplishment within those boundaries, using your creativity. So when it comes to how you want to deal with an issue, how you want to approach things, your creativity and your innovation is unleashed because of the rules, right? Because you can't just do whatever you want. Because in business, if competition was just about having more money and you had no rules, there were no laws, I mean, maybe you would just start robbing people and try to accumulate money that way but no there are rules right you're going to get arrested if you get caught trying to rob someone you'll get thrown into jail and that's not going to be good for business or for your life so now you have to think okay as a legitimate business person what are the rules maybe you don't want to follow them maybe you want to bribe people and get creative that way but then there are consequences to that and that's not particularly being creative that's just trying to game the system and go outside the rules but the innovation's come from people who are working within the rules to figure out a new way perhaps that no one's thought of. So not breaking the rules, but working within those boundaries uh, to create new ways and new value. Now the second part when it comes to it is you can change, right? In, In life and in business, it's not static, it's actually dynamic. And the rules that we all operate by can change as well, right? Regulatory rules, laws, societal expectations, all those things, they don't change overnight, but they can shift. Now, did you know that the queen, which if you know anything about chess, is the most powerful piece, right? It can move in every single direction other than you know, making an L like the knight, and it can move as many pieces or squares as it wants to, so the entire length of the board. So the queen is like a game-changer piece. Did you know that the queen was originally considered more of a prime minister or vizier. I love that term, vizier. It reminds me of the Dragon Prince, which was a great uh, Netflix show that I was watching with my son. Um, A vizier like a counselor to the king. And its initial move was to only move one square diagonally. And around 1300, its abilities were enhanced to allow it to jump two squares diagonally uh, for its first move. So similar to how a pawn can move um, two squares uh, vertically on its first move. Now, according to chess historian Marilyn Yalom, the queen became the most powerful piece right around 1475, 1500, because there were very many powerful female leaders that were coming into sort of society and awareness like Elizabeth I, Catherine of Aragon, Isabella of Castile, Mary Tudor, Lady Jane Grey, and Countess Ermesenda of Catalonia, to name a few. All powerful queens whose history to this day is still remembered. So it's important to understand that rules can also change as well. And when they do, it's important to be able to understand that that's happening and to be able to utilize that change to the maximum possible because if you continue to use that queen or the vizier the way it was originally envisioned with one move diagonally or two moves diagonally, you're really hobbling yourself and you're not giving yourself the advantage of what is now the most powerful piece on the board. So just because your company did things a certain way or there were certain restrictions or you as a manager or a team member are you comfortable doing things certain away, or there was a certain expectation, does not mean that you are penned into that forever. So just as important as recognizing your boundaries and creating within them is recognizing when those boundaries change and taking advantage of that change for maximum impact, for maximum executive presence. So today what I'd like you to do is instead of dreaming of a world without constraints, right? Where you're God or there's total pandemonium, right? It's like uh, Lord of the Flies or Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome. Instead of dreaming of that world without constraints, think about how can you innovate and succeed within the existing world, within the existing framework and rules that exist today. Now, that doesn't mean you've given up or the world won't change, or you won't change. It just means you are dealing with the reality now and getting the best result. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thank you for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. Do you think being different should hurt your career? Do you see enough people like you at the next level or higher? Are you content to accept others' limited view of your potential? And if not, is this the year you will make your move? This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and if you want to jumpstart 2022, I invite you to join us for the Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma Workshop, where we will reveal how you can thrive in spaces where your presence may still be seen as an anomaly. We will cover how executive presence is actually generated, how to overcome negative preconceptions, and the secret to making your authenticity an asset and not a liability. All attendees will receive free access to my online course and my ebook, "Unlock Your Executive Presence: Feel Like a Boss." Space is limited, so register now at connectioncounselor.com/workshop to reserve your space. That's connectioncounselor.com/workshop. Thank you. Welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Chess Week. Today, we're going to talk about the little guy, the power of pawns. They are the weakest piece in the game, but they're actually more powerful than you may realize, and that's something that I started realizing when I was playing chess, mostly against my son, and every once in a while, there'd be a time where his pawns were really jamming me up, like I I had more powerful pieces available, we both did. But for whatever reason, his pawns were really jamming me up and um, impacting my ability to move and my ability um, to have a stronger position in the game. And Today we're going to talk about how that concept, how that principle can be applied uh, in business and in terms of leadership. Have you ever shared a great idea? only to be ignored or have someone else take the credit? Why do some people consistently seem to advance faster? Have you ever implemented performance feedback and expected things to change, only to have a new hurdle placed in front of you? I'm Joe Kwon, the Connection Counselor. After years of coaching clients and while writing my book, Unlock Your Executive Presence, I discovered executive presence is the key to unlocking your career. But what is it How do you get it, and can it be taught? In my online course, Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma, we explore how executive presence works. You may be surprised to learn, as was I, that it has nothing to do with what you say, do, or wear. Most courses fail because they only teach you how to copy executive presence. We'll start off by revealing how it actually works, which is based on how you make people feel. Next, we'll explore the six degrees of executive presence, which will help you generate it on demand. Finally, we'll cover how to make your authenticity an asset, the power of introverts, and generating executive presence in virtual meetings. If you are a high-potential professional with the skills to advance, but who is struggling to get the right attention, then this course is for you. The first module is free, so join us today on udemy.com So you can be seen, be heard, and be elevated. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks. And the Rolls Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.